Welcome to City on the Hill Game, a tabletop RPG podcast. Alright, so you guys are standing around um, with the other players and the king, and the man is kind of a mess. He has just found out his daughter has been kidnapped. He is on the verge of beating a man, and which, which you guys have, have stopped him from. Um, but he's, he's borderline distraught right now. And he, uh, he needs his daughter rescued. But he, he turns to, he turns to you, De- Desilov, Sorrel, I, I have a request. Uh, d- despite the danger my daughter is in, she was, she was by no means traveling alone. She has, uh, several guards, her best friend and one of my personal guard who travel with her. I need to know, I, I need to know how they are. Would the two of you be willing to, to go investigate for me? Certainly. Yes, we can. We can most definitely do that. Uh, so he sh- he knows roughly the route they were taking. Um, they were traveling to the estate of one of his relatives that is to the south, uh, and this was before even the city was attacked. So they don't even know that has happened, um, and they are just kind of headed south. He can tell you roughly the route they were taken, and you can sort of estimate based on where you are now and, you know, sort of what direction the bandits came from, roughly where you think you can find them. Um, okay. And he he gives you a rough, you know, area on a map. Uh, do either of you have nature or survival? Uh, I believe I may have both, actually. Hang on just a sec. Okay. Um uh nope actually i don't i have neither oh, no. thinking of my cleric and grants game never mind oh. i have neither <laughs> how about perception uh, passive perceptions only 11 don't have that any proficiency i i do that. have perception do that thing it is a, boom I'll perceiving take, i'll take that thing okay so basically okay. you guys kind of you work your way through the woods it takes you a couple of hours but you kind of head off and you come towards sort of a trail that looks regularly used to some extent. And you're surrounded by a lot of trees and kind of off to the side, there's a more open area. And you kind of look out and you start to see bodies. Bodies of guards, bodies of bandits. Oh, this isn't good. The, the bodies uh... of the bandits in particular have almost look frozen a little. But there's only a handful of bodies of of bandits. There's a lot more guards, unfortunately. Uh, Actually, both of you make me a perception check. Okay. Uh, Again. Okay, Jenny, you hear... Sorrel notices something over in sort of the area. So you guys are coming kind of up this direction, Mm -hmm. um, this way. And, Jenny, you notice something over here. Uh, you actually think you hear two bandits. And as, as um, you guys I'm... kind of, as you take better notice of them, you can tell they're very specifically waiting for something. But have gotten kind of lax okay. and have, you know, started goofing off. Okay, I'm and... gonna grab Desilov's coat and be like, hold up. I and hold I... up. <laughs> Desilov just kind of freezes. <laughs> <laughs> My stealth it ain't great. Barbarians aren't... Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, I don't have a negative in it. Uh, I would like to... 
So I do. <laughs> disadvantage uh, from chainmail. <laughs> are these green blobs here that are not squares? Are they bushes or the tops of trees? Uh, the ones next to Desolov, those are trees. Oh, okay. So you there, could like, no, you like... can move in between them. Yeah, I was I was more wondering. I was hoping they were bushes so I could move through them. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I would like to. And you said they were sort of goofing off. Yeah, they're kind of, they're like they're playing cards. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna. I have an idea. You, okay. You make the sneaky because you have a bonus, and I will like lumber and clank up this way, and attract their attention while you sneak around. While I sneak around, like down. Um, down this down, way or something. I don't remember how to do the, down this way. Yeah. Okay. I, I would like to to roll stealth to do that if that would be the the appropriate thing to do. Absolutely. No, that's bad. <laughs> that was not the most appropriate seven, thing to do. I did a bad job. <laughs> okay, so so Deselhoff sort of heads off this direction, making all of the noise, and uh, not even really doing anything different. Just thump thump. Yeah, just thump. you know, sort of being himself. And yeah. Sorrel heads <laughs> off in the other direction, also making all of the noise creating sort of a dual distraction. Um, so you, you can kind of see the guards because, you know, one of them turns to look at Desilov, the other turns to look at you, and then they exchange. They look back at each other, and then the first one turns and looks at Sorrel, and the other one turns and looks at Desilov, and then they look back at each other, and they they both reach for swords. And then they both look back at Desilov and realize better what they're looking at. And... Um, there's a little hesitation, shall we say. <laughs> just raise an eyebrow and just kind of like heft the huge maul. <laughs> so this... I, I sort of call out to them and be like, do you want to try it? Really? So they both step forward and the one on the left's like, oh, uh, hmm. Boss said to wait for, hmm. Not worth it. He just kind of, <laughs> he sheathes his sword back and he's like, I'm just gonna, and he just starts walking away. Just back, back this way, unless you stop him. No. Nope. And the other one's like, hey, but we're... He does this to me all the time. I keep asking to look not at to be put like, with him, and he keeps doing this if, to me. If, if you don't try to hurt me, I will return the favor. Mm. Well, you know, that's... Mm-hmm. Okay. And he just... Same thing. They're gone. <laughs> not, not worth it. The, the, the benefits slowly of being this direction. The benefits of being eight feet tall and you know, huge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, plus the the barbarian with you doesn't hurt anything. Yeah, yeah. All the crackling electricity and stuff. I feel like that's. Oh, that's I, probably... haven't, I haven't got that activated yet. I've, I've oh, not yeah. got that activated. I would I would imagine with like as much lightning theming as your character has, there's probably a little bit of that. There's just an extent of it that's just kind of always there. See, like she she likes to keep it. She likes to keep it subtle. So that it has more impact when she does activate it. When it comes out. Like, okay. Boom! Yeah. Okay, so you <laughs> you have before you the bodies, like I said, of a couple of, of what look like the king's guards. A couple of mm -hmm. bandits. Uh, and then you have sort of an overturned carriage. And a horse that's kind of stuck, but kind of okay. Okay, I'll immediately it, start it... checking for signs of life. Okay. Um, <clears throat> those guards are... Everybody, are... friend and foe. Those guards are a real big no. Okay. Uh, but both of you make me perception checks. Uh, can I do medicine instead? I'm actually proficient in that. I will take that. That's also fine. Okay. 
I am not. I will go with perception. It's bad. It's bad again. It's not great. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and I typo the die roll. There we go. Twenty-two. Boom. I'll take that. All, <laughs> All right. right. So Desilov, um, uh, these guards are are beyond anything you can take care of. What you do notice is a slight trail of blood leading back into the... So it's, it's one of those big covered carriages. Okay. Uh, with doors. Uh, but it's All over right. on its side. But you notice a trail of blood leading back into the carriage. Okay. Walk that's, over to the that's carriage. That's not and... the normal blood you're used to seeing from humans. Okay. Stand here. I'm guessing I'm tall enough where I can just kind of look in the door, even though it's on its side. You can. Man, eight feet tall. That's a thing and a yeah. half, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> literally. That's like yeah. a person and a half, huh? Yeah. That was an accident, but we'll take it. Um, so you person see... Person and a third, really, but... <laughs> that's closer. That's fair. You see two bodies. A younger human female girl. Female girl. Okay. Like, yeah, those, those are both things that are the same. Don't know why I did that. And um, a... Not small, um, Goliath, <laughs> um, okay. body, uh, and as you kind of lean over, I'm, I'm assuming you put maybe like a little weight on the carriage and kind yeah, of I'll probably try and like either write it or at least get the door off of here so I can reach in and see if I can, you know, pull so, these people out and help them if they're in, still alive to be helped as it move as, as you kind of move and interact with the carriage, you see the Goliath kind of reach for a... You, you see the body move a little bit, like it's reaching for a weapon. Okay. Um, I'm not here to harm you. Please return the favor. <laughs> and I will... I'll, I'll let Grant... I'll just let you jump straight in from there. Uh, just to understand exactly where we are in the narrative, is my character hurt at this point? A little. A little. Okay. You're, you're in. You're in not great shape. Um, okay. The young lady is in not great shape, but you're both okay. Gotcha. Um, I will roll over and uh, look up. Okay. I hope you are. Turn around I, and calmly look at him. <laughs> I hope you are here to do more than not hurt. Well, ideally, we're here to rescue people, but unfortunately, I'll indicate the uh, battlefield. We seem to be a bit late. Not too late. You may begin. I will haul myself upright. Okay. Kogatul is nearly as tall as you are. All right. <clears throat> uh, about seven foot three. Um, remind me what your character is. Uh, seven ten. <laughs> Sorry. What race? Oh, Furbolg. Furbolg. A bit broader. Um, it's a, Goliaths are large, and you know the females are enormously stocky as well. Straighten up. Kind of a, a crunchy, granity sound as she cracks her neck. I'll look at the, uh, the girl in the cart. Is she okay? If you are quick, she will be. My Reach name is While he's talking, I will use lay on hands on her. <laughs> you see the girl kind of stir a little, and she was moving a little when she 
realized Koga was also moving and getting out. Um, and she kind of, she sits up and she kind of sticks her head out of the carriage. Koga, is it, is it okay? Go ahead and keep talking. It was just one of those things where it's like, I have healing touch, you know? That's that's fine. Um, I'll do a, a swift survey around. Everything seems still except for these two. I believe so. Okay. And she starts climbing out and she, uh, as you are, as you do lay on hand, she kind of nods. uh, Thank you. Three, three points for now. Um, Yeah, that's, that's plenty. Okay. Uh, My my name is, is Laurel. Um, Where is the princess? Where, where is Alaton? Oh, she's been uh, uh, captured. Unfortunately, we are, on our way to uh, to aid in her rescue. The, the well, actually, yeah. Um, I'll just fill her in. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I have a, I have a question. You said the horse was pinned. Is it still alive? It is still alive. It's okay, I'm gonna help of, it. It's just kind of trapped between like its reins and where it's connected to the carriage. Okay, so you I've, can, I've probably got enough strength to... You can cut it that. loose. It, I, yeah, absolutely. Well, if you don't, there's a furbolg and a goliath here, so... Yeah, again, Koga will hop... Uh, just to be... Koga will stand up, introduce herself. My name is Koga Tool Ororo Karbu. That's a love. <clears throat> Sorrel. Mm. You may call me Koga. Koga. She'll hop out and then uh, walk over to the horse and uh, start helping... Uh, do you need an animal handling check to calm it down so it doesn't bolt? Uh, it is a little hesitant around Sorrel and Desilov, but when it sees when the horse sees Laurel, it calms down. Okay. Um, you think they are? It is. They are probably familiar with each other. Good. This doesn't look I'll... like a carriage horse so much as it looks like an actual, like riding nicely horse that groomed, up. right? Yeah, like riding sure. horse that they just used because it's personal. This is probably the princess's horse, and it just happens to be the one pulling the carriage because it's her horse. Um, right. Laurel moves over to Koga. What do we do now? I, I'll look back at uh, the other two. Are you well enough to travel? Uh, yeah, quite. Should ask the same of you. We're unscathed. I'm, I will be fine. I'm okay. Uh, you Good. You know the king's preference and i didn't say this earlier i should have um is that you actually take them the rest of the way to his relative's estate to the south okay uh, and get them away safely and that his intention at some point is probably to make his way that direction as well Well, the king has asked us to take you to the south Uh, he has relatives there that should be able to shelter you until the current crisis is over we are willing to accompany you for the full length of the journey if you would have us. Laurel looks up and she kind of reaches up and touches you on the arm, Desilov. The... I'm a little bit fuzzy. Oh. Uh, the, they said something about merfolk. What are merfolk? People who live under the sea. They have attacked the city. Um, we were able to get the king out. Uh, actually... <laughs> Another group was able to get the king out. We showed up towards the end and lended a small amount of help. They they said something about the the chief 
sending them. Uh, I'm afraid do, I, I personally am less knowledgeable about that particular subject. Anyone who has we it, were on, make uh, an insight check. Is it insight? Uh, Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, or intuition. I always mess that up. It's insight. No, it's Thank insight. You. It's insight. I don't have it. Uh, I mean, if you just want to make one, go for it. It's kind I of mean, just a... That also wow. is fine. Apparently rolling things I'm proficient in with a plus one bonus is uh, real good for me tonight. And that 20 for Koga. All right, perfect. Um, Koga, you I are actually... I got a four! <laughs> so from 21, time, 22, and four. 20... <laughs> perfect. Shinny, <laughs> why no 20? It would have been, been perfect. Uh, so Koga, from your time serving the king, you, you've been serving him for several years. Um, mm -hmm. You are familiar with his dealings with the merfolk it, it's been a, a business relationship for the most part that hasn't always worked out well um right and they can be something of a vengeful lot they're very tribal their leader isn't a king he's a chief mm -hmm. and you think the little you've had interaction with him you think this is very much this kind of full-scale attack is very much his style and it will be war and so that as far away from the capital, uh, Keon, as you are, the better. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you guys, and you know the relative the king was sending you to. Uh, and th th this actually had nothing to do with them being attacked. It was just his daughter goes and visits family sometimes, and this is, was that sometimes. Uh, so this, this would definitely be a safe place for, for you to go. All right, so I'm assuming you guys, and the horse is fine. She can ride the horse, and the horse seems very comfortable with her. Um, I'll lift her up and put her on it. So you I guys will check the uh, remnants of the carriage to see if there's anything that can be salvaged out of there that'd be useful on the journey. Okay, um, there is a bunch of the princess and Laurel's, you know, sort of personal items, um, but there is an amount of rations, and there is one like bedroll and stuff you could use, you know, sort of on that journey. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. I'll just kind of collect everything and spread it around amongst us. I mean, we've got three strong people here. This should be no big deal. Yeah, no, absolutely. You guys can more than carry what you need. Um, and you guys head south, and it's maybe a two days journey the rest of the way. That's okay. fine. Um, Kogo will not be particularly happy during this process. It, you, anybody who kind of talks to her will pretty quickly understand she would prefer to be going after the princess but orders are orders so so be it i think we're the king to notice your hesitation would be appreciated um so you guys head south and you arrive at a a really quite lovely estate um it's not really attached to any of the cities uh but it does have you know it is walled it's a nice house. There are guards outside, and they recognize you in particular. Um, but they look very confused because they were expecting a carriage full of people and not also the big blue guy and the lightning lady. Um, <laughs> big blue woman, just to be clear. Oh, uh, Desilov. Oh, Desilov. Yeah. I guess oh, you're that's both, kind of a grayish blue color, but yeah. I guess you're both technically bluish. Yeah, kind of yeah. a, a gray blue, but yeah. Gray blue, yes. Um, <laughs> Kogatul, well, welcome. Mm. Where is the princess? Taken. 
they one of them immediately heads inside um and seconds later uh, an older gentleman steps out where is my niece taken were you not told <sighs> that much i will hmm. we will set about making preparations come inside good I'll fill them in as we're walking in. It's yeah. <laughs> like we've got a little more yeah, like, information than I'm, I'm giving any information right that now. I remember. Yeah, after you two explain the situation and, and having saved those two, uh, thank you for your assistance to those of essentially who are family to me. Uh, and he presents all three of you uh, with 150 gold. Um, you may stay as long as it takes for us to prepare for a return. The merfolk and these bandits will both answer for what they have done. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, guys. No problem. No problem. Uh, yeah. I didn't say this when I started, but I'm Ryan. Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming. Uh, and joining me tonight are Peter and Ginny, and also Grant from Saving the Game. Uh, just straight honesty, I forgot to write Peter and Ginny out of the session they joined us for. So that's what we're here to do today, and I thought we'd make it its own little kind of side thing. This may be a thing you hear more on City on the Hill, uh, these little kind of 20 or 30 minute, I'm going to call them short stories, or short sessions, something like that. Um, so they came in and we got to do a little thing, and Grant joined us. And it was yeah, it was cool. And... I, I like that character a lot, actually. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'll be honest. I like the idea of little short vignettes describing kind of the, the tangential parts of the campaign because there's the main story but there are always these little follow-on effects that characters leave in their wake and anything that sort of describes that and describes after effects and fleshes out the world with little side stories that reminds listeners that the world around the player characters keeps moving i like that and i think i think that's something that gets easily forgotten especially as a gm you just kind of move on and keep planning for whatever's going to come after and I kind of just move past those moments. So I think I, I think you're right. I think this could be really interesting. Yeah. I, frankly, I'm really bad about it in my game. My world does not move unless the PCs are there. It's a really bad problem. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm thinking I might steal this idea for mine. So <laughs> yeah, you, you may see some more idea. of this. We, we may poke good, around with good. it a little. Uh, if you will, plug you guys. As Ryan said, we are Jenny and Peter and myself, Grant, from Saving the Game, which is a Christian podcast about tabletop role-playing games and collaborative storytelling. We've been going since July of 2013, uh, and we've been uh, producing, goodness, episodes once every two weeks, roughly speaking. Um, we're up to 134 regular episodes, and I don't even know how many bonus episodes at this point. Every other Tuesday, we come out and we're talking about usually role-playing games with a Christian perspective, although every once in a while, we'll branch out and talk about other aspects of geek culture or uh, just straight theology with just a little bit about role-playing and storytelling. Yeah, it's been it's been a really good journey for all of us, I, I would say, and um, we've built up a, a good community of listeners who um, interact with us on a regular basis. We get questions from Patreon supporters. We have a discord channel where we chat with listeners and have conversations and just, you know, kind of maintain that sense of community, which has been very valuable. Uh, we've had all sorts of interesting guests, uh, preachers who specialize in uh, 
geek community outreach, uh, folks who worked on the Dark Dungeons movie. Um, mental health specialists. Yeah, <laughs> mental health specialists. Uh, we've kind of had a big focus on that because uh, caring for others is such a important part of you know, the Christian faith um, that people who work to help others and use role-playing games to assist with that are very valuable. And those are people we've really liked to reach out to uh, plenty of other podcasters, of course, because I mean, at some point we like having cool friends on who can talk about really interesting things with us. And that's great. Mike Perna, um, every 33 episodes. Mike yep. Perna. Yeah, of course. Yep. Uh, but also like Chris Newton, uh, you know, a few other folks like that. Uh, just all sorts of interesting people, uh, by and large. We've been very fortunate in the the guests we've been able to get on. Yeah. If anybody wants to find our episodes, you can, of, of course, look up Saving the Game on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, any place like that. Uh, you can also go to our website, stgcast.org or savingthegamepodcast.org. And you can find us on social medias, Saving the Game, on you know Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and we've also started... Uh, every other Thursday doing a Twitch stream at STG cast uh, where we kind of just get on and, and play something fun. Uh, we've got a few other ideas. We just started this, uh, but you know, we're going to be doing things like maybe working on our weekend campaigns, dungeon map and just streaming that, you know, uh, fun stuff like that. So we, we try and put out a good bit of material and you know, hopefully it's both edifying We've and got a biweekly blog post too. Don't forget about that. Yes. Sorry. I, I always forget about that because it's not media in my head, but Peter's put out a ton of blog content. That's really interesting. Yeah. So please come out, uh, you know, listen to our episodes, uh, not just because, Oh, Hey, we want listeners, but because we think we've put together something that anybody who is a gamer interested in morality, even if you're not a Christian, somebody interested in exploring moral concepts and uh, looking deeper into role-playing games and looking at theology for inspiration should find something in our episodes, I hope. Well, and, and I, when I went looking for Christian gaming content, I found you guys, and it's kind of exploded out from there to finding a <laughs> bunch of other stuff, and it's been great. Yeah, that is one great thing. Uh, the yeah. Christian geek community does manage to somehow stay in touch with other parts of it. And then sort of there are feelers out to other fandoms that are, you know, kind of Christian as well. Yeah. And so big, relatively functional family, wonderfully yeah. enough. Yeah. So yeah. If you want to get really more into that, I would highly recommend checking out inroads ministries. Oh yes. Um, they are, they're like, we're, we're part of that network, right? Yeah. We actually yeah. are part of the inroads ministries, uh, network of shows, which is, uh, two podcasts that Mike Perna produces, Game Store Profits and Bard and Bible. Game Store Profits is all about tabletop board games from a Christian perspective. Bard and Bible is this really cool devotional podcast that Mike does, but with kind of an RPG fantasy theme to it. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, and Peter's been on it, which is great. Yeah. yeah, I got to do an episode with Derek White. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Derek White a lot. Derek, the geek preacher, White, uh, Methodist minister, fantastic guy, love him to death. Yeah, I recommend those. Um, we, you know, I could spend five minutes naming cool podcasts and other things, but <laughs> I would suggest come to Saving the Game. Look at our, go to our website, stgcast.org, and up at the top you'll see episodes. Mouse over that and click on guest episodes, and you'll see a list of all the episodes we've ever done that have had a guest host. 
those are all cool people you should be interested in. Yeah. Trust me. Yes. I appreciate you guys joining us. And that was definitely check them out. I've, I'm not through the entire backlog of all what, 134 episodes, but I'm working my way through it. And there's a ton of good information, but just enjoyable content. Like episodes I'm not even that interested in the topic I will listen to because I like listening to you guys. Oh, well, thank you. Thank and you. And so that's, that's you know, quite it's, high praise. it's just something I'll listen to because I enjoy it, not even because I'm trying to necessarily glean something from that particular topic. So that it, it's been really nice. So well, thank you for joining us, guys. Oh, thank you for thank having us. us. Thanks for joining us. For more episodes, check out cityonthehillgaming.com, iTunes, or other awesome podcast outlets. To contact us, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. Thanks, and have a blessed day.